The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, y'all. Hey, welcome to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. If this is your first time stopping by our toxic house, welcome. Make yourself at home, and welcome to your new toxic family. If you are a Sal, tuning back in. Hey, fam, I missed y'all. I did. I really did. Listen, I get excited about meeting y'all here on Mondays. Like, this is like this is something I get excited for. So, thank y'all for that. Um, I hope you guys had an amazing weekend, and I hope you were able to do something this weekend that made you smile. Um, at least one thing. If not, let's try to do something today that makes us smile. Um, life's too short to just be going through mad and angry all the time. So, um, our Such a Lady of the Week this week is Miss Gina Shirley. Thank you for being you. Thank you for tuning in to Such a Lady. Thank you for following us on show, social media. Um, just thank you for being you. We love you and we wish you nothing but the best. Um, our business Such a Lady of the Week is Shea Baby. And they not only want you to look good, they want your skin to feel good. Um, Rache is a licensed esthetician and her shop specializes in vaginal steams, facial treatments, and individual lashes. So definitely check them out and we'll definitely put their information on our social networks and if you have a business you would like for us to shout out, listen, don't be quiet about it. It don't got to be here where we're at in Oklahoma. It could be anywhere because we got people listening all over. So if you would like for us to shout out your business, all you got to do is say the word. Say the word. We got you. All right. Or if you got a business that you love and you want us to shout them out because you like, dang, that business is dope. Listen. We got them too. All we need for you to do is say the word. But listen, let's get into our toxic love story of the week, okay? All right, let's do it. Sabrina and Robert Lamone. I love that. Lamone, Lamone. Okay. Uh, Sabrina and Robert Lamone um, have the perfect marriage. They do. They really, really do. All the other couples envied them. The wives wanted their husbands to be like Robert. And some of the wives secretly wanted to be like Sabrina. And we know here at Such a Lady that everything that glitters is not gold. But let's start at the beginning, okay? Let's not move too fast. We don't want to put too much dip on a chip. Now, Sabrina was born in 1980 in Arizona. And Rob, because I didn't give him a nickname already, Rob was also born in Arizona, but he was born a little earlier in 1977. The two would meet when Sabrina was 18 and Robert was 21. And the two would fall hard and fast. They would. Like, they met each other and they were both cute. Like, Rob was this big, you know... 
athletic guy and had these broad shoulders and looked like you you know how you want a man to take care of you he looked like he could take care of you like who finna run up on you not 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 with not with rob right there (laughs) that's what you're not gonna do okay um so she she felt safe she felt loved and the flame didn't go out quickly because you know sometimes in our toxic love stories you know these folks meet and then in two weeks they both in jail and hate each other but that wasn't the case um the flame it didn't go out quick they ended up moving to california and rob got a job working for the railroad as a technician the couple would go on to have two beautiful children a little boy and a little girl so life should have been great for the couple right it was (laughs) it absolutely was like it was from 2000 to 2008 the couple would host parties. Their house was like the fun house. It, it really was. People would come over. Um, Sabrina and Rob would join the Wolf Pack, which was a bunch of couples who just hung out, went to the lake, got together, had a good time. You know what I mean? That's basically it. They they was like, look, being married ain't a curse. It's actually a blessing. So listen, let's have a good time as married folks. And that's what they did. During this time when everything seemed to be going fine, Sabrina's sister said that she noticed that Sabrina was doing a lot of drinking, heavy drinking. Um, She said that Sabrina was a devout Christian and looking back, she should have said something, but Sabrina was grown. Like, you know, she had a husband, she was taking care of bills, she wasn't coming to me for nothing, so I'ma be in her business, but looking back she said you know what regardless of all that I should have said something to my sister and I can definitely understand that in 2003 Sabrina said that Robert brought up the idea of bringing other people into their relationship Mm, yeah that okay listen that ain't my marriage so let me shut up Sabrina said by the time that this was brought up she was numb like she was just numb from all the drinking like all of it and so she just wanted to please Rob now friends of Rob said that Sabrina was the one who opened Pandora's box either way it was open and we all know that once you open Pandora's box you cannot go back the couple would go on to have several sexual encounters with other couples some that they knew and some that they didn't know Sabrina said that Rob would pick out the couples and if he saw something about the other woman that he liked he would bring it up to Sabrina and ask her to change or to do things like this other woman Um, Sabrina said in one instance there was a, a female that Rob really liked and he wanted Sabrina to be more like her. So Sabrina actually confronted the girl and asked her questions so that she could be more like her. And and the girl asked her, like, why are you asking me this stuff? And she told her, she was like, well, you know, Rob likes you and he wants me to be more like you. And the girl's like, listen, I, if that was my husband, I wouldn't do that. Like, no, don't do that. But Sabrina was like, listen, I love Rob. I want to please him. So mind your business and give me a secret. <laughs> That's what she was like. Like, mind your business, give me a secret. Um, and 
they would just continue to keep going on and having these relationships with people. Sabrina and Rob started a sexual relationship with a close couple. And Sabrina and the husband started falling for each other. Mm, right. So at first it started out with, you know, the foursome, the, you know, the two husbands, the two wives. But apparently the husband started really liking Sabrina and Sabrina started feeling him too. You know what I mean? And for all intents and purposes, she she had already tasted what the goods was like. You know what I mean? So she knew what she was going to be working with. But Rob found out that she was like dealing with this guy on the side and he asked her hey could you please stop seeing him I don't want you to see him no more and so Sabrina said yeah she said I'll stop because she 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 said she wanted her marriage to work and she said that she told Rob that if she stopped, she wanted to go back to church. She she was tired of living the way that they were living. She wanted to just stop with all these these orgies. She she was done. To which Rob said, if we went back to church the way we are right now, we would be hypocrites. Because the way we're living does not line up with the way that, you know, God would want us to live. So um, they didn't go back to church. This is what Sabrina said. The couple would go on to begin having bigger sex parties. So you would think after Rob and Sabrina had this encounter with this one couple and things kind of went bad and Sabrina and the guy kind of went off to the side and did their own thing that Rob would be like, okay, look, even if the church, you know, don't accept our lifestyle look we can change like but I'm not willing to risk my marriage for this like let's stop I already see what the damage is done and how far it can go so like maybe we need to step back for a little while but that's not at all what Rob said Rob was like listen go hard or go home because the parties got bigger they started having bigger orgies they started going like traveling to different places like I didn't even know that these things existed like you can like go on trips and meet up with people who are intended to just like have big sex parties yeah yeah I don't know listen if you like it I love it that's all I'm saying I just didn't know um and I and honestly all joking aside it's kind of scary because Rob knew what Sabrina was capable of you know what I mean and not saying anything bad about her but he knew that she was capable of straying so it's kind of like you dangling this in her face asking her to act right Mm. scary I don't know about it all right so they continue to have these relationships and with these other people and now the community knew about it the, the majority of the community knew about it. They stayed in a nice, nice, nice community. It was called Silver Lake. And this was like the type of community tourists would come visit. That's how beautiful it was. So, you know, this was like living the dream. They had this beautiful house. They stayed in this nice community. They had these friends, their children. Like if you looked at the pictures, they looked like they should be on the front of a magazine. But again, you know, 
a lot of times we covet things that we don't know what's going on on the background. So, you know, everybody want their husband to be like Rob, but Sabrina's over here saying that Rob really ain't the husband you want him to be because he addicted to porn and he really just want to have sex all the time. And he don't really like me the way I am. He is not satisfied with just me by myself because he keeps wanting to bring other people into our marriage. And really, I don't want other people. I just want Rob. So again, be careful what you wish for because you never know what somebody else got. But anyway, let's get past that. Um, But listen, the people still love them because that was just a part of Rob and Sabrina. That wasn't who they were as a couple. And remember, some of the other couples were in open marriage themselves. So who was going to point the finger? Who was going to say, who was going to call who out? Nobody, because everybody had something going on behind closed doors. Um, Keep going on down the line and Sabrina still wasn't happy and she was still drinking to deal with the pain. Um, she decided at this time that she was going to, you know, even every now and again, she would pick up a part-time job. Um, this time she decided to pick up a part-time job at Costco's. Now, while working there, she meets Jonathan Hearns. Jonathan is a ambitious young paramedic who happens to work for the fire department. And Jonathan is in charge of going to the um, grocery store to get the groceries for the firehouse so that they can cook. Now, while he's in Costco, he runs into Sabrina and they start talking and he seems like he's like, I think she's this great lady. They just talk and just, you know, kind of shoot stuff nothing major. Um, and then he goes on about his way with his groceries and then Sabrina goes on back to work. Well, then he comes in again and they talk again. And then Sabrina asks him, does she know this guy named Jason who just so happens to be in the firehouse too? And he's like, oh yeah, I know Jason. So that kind of gave them something in common to talk about. So they leave and then they go on their separate ways. And then the third time, now, I don't know. Listen, Costco is a is a common place. And I'm not saying that John was going here just to see Sabrina. Because, of course, like, like we said, he had to go to get the food for the firehouse. This third time, though, he's like, mm, can I get your number? Because he wants to get to know her. And she doesn't have on a ring at all. So he's like, okay, well, you know, maybe me and her can get to know each other. You know, she seems like a nice lady. And it didn't it, it didn't take too long for the two to get to know each other. They started off as friends, but John did have a romantic interest in Sabrina. John didn't know, though, that Sabrina was married. And so while the two were courting and begin getting closer and closer, Sabrina decides, okay, it's best to tell John that um, that I'm married. You don't say. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I mean, maybe you could have told him at the grocery store. Maybe you could have told him when you brought up Jason. I mean, you brought up Jason. Did you know Jason? Him and my husband and I are in the wolf pack. Like, it, it was times that it could have got brought up. But, hey, listen, I just tell the story. I don't make it up. So Jonathan is confused because he's like, where's your ring at, child? 
I ain't seen it not once. And Sabrina goes on to tell him, like, listen, based on the line of work that I do, I usually don't wear my ring to work. And so it kind of just happened. And then I kind of started liking you. And I wanted to tell you, but I just couldn't find the right opportunity to tell you. And just on and on and on. John is hurt, but he's willing to back off. But Sabrina doesn't want him to go. She's like, no. She swears that the two of them can just be friends. And they try that for a while. And they are praying together. Like, and Sabrina really, really likes him. Like, she's really thinking about leaving her husband for him. Um, because remember, she wants to go back to church. She she grew up you know, in a church household, she grew up knowing who God was like, this is, this is something that regardless of what you do, you know, what's instilled in you. So Sabrina meets John and he's, he's, he grew up in a household where praying was very, very important. And John had never had a serious girlfriend at all. Now, John is 10 years younger than Sabrina. So, mm, now, now, mind you, Sabrina didn't been out here in these streets, at, right? John ain't never had no girlfriend. She finna put it on him, okay? Listen, she, <laughs> John should have ran. That's all I'm gonna say. So they they start praying together. They they it, it becomes deeper than just. A friendship, And so then John is like, listen, I can't do this with you. Like, for real, I know I said it before, but I'm saying it again. I can't do it with you. Like, I'm starting to fall for you and I'm starting to fall hard. And she's like, no, listen, we can really do this. I promise we can. And he's like, OK, I'll give it one more try. Um, but it doesn't happen that way. The, the two end up getting closer and closer and the friendship becomes more. So where they went from Bible study, they now in sex education 101 because they, yeah, all over each other. The two would continue to have an affair for the next two years. And over the two years, John would say that Sabrina's problems with Rob became his problems with um, Rob. And like when he didn't treat her right, this became a problem for for John. And so John decides, you know, enough is enough. And so he decides he's going to reach out to Jason. And he asked Jason, hey, listen, you know, you know, Rob, right? And he like, yeah, I know Rob. What about him? He like, Rob Sabrina's right wife? And he like, yeah. He like, you think I can get his number? I need to holler at him real quick. And he like, for what? And he like, well, listen, because I need to holler at him. Like, just just give me his number. He like, you know what? I'm not going to give you his number, but I'll do you one better. I'll give him your number and you can talk to him. So, <laughs> y'all, listen, I can't make this up. Rob calls him and John lets him know that him and his wife are flirting and they're, you know, they're messing around, but he doesn't really come out and say that they're actually having sex. But I'm saying if you can pick up what's being put down, then you know what's going around. And so Rob is like, what the heck? And so all while this conversation is going on, uh, Sabrina's listening to it. She's in the background. She's listening to it. And when they get off the phone, Rob is like, for real? Like, this is how you do me? Like, an, 
this is not okay. And he asked her to stop. And Sabrina's like, okay, I'll stop because I really just want you. And Sabrina does stop just long enough for Rob to cool down. Because as soon as Rob cools down, her and John pick right back up where they left off. They're back in love and they're back having this relationship. But at this point, John is like, I, I need for you to make a choice. Like, I want to be with you and you want to be with me. So why don't, why don't you just leave him? And Sabrina's like, I can't do that. Like, it would, it would literally kill Rob if I left him. Like, he would die. I mean, the best thing would be for me to do would be to kill him. If I'm going to leave him, I might as well kill him. Because that's going to be the same thing. Now, lady, come on now. I know that we all think we sitting on gold, but for real, he just like he just gonna kill himself. He ain't gonna uh, he ain't gonna try to live for the kids or nothing. He just gonna die. No, that's not the case. But of course, she telling John whatever he wanna hear. And of course, like I said, John ain't never been with nobody before. Listen, listen, she put it on to make you wanna marry me. I'm saying that's that's basically what I'm envisioning. Like John was he was green. And then here comes the Sabrina. And she didn't, she, look, she a pro. She is. And so not only that, but he, she's telling him what he wants to hear. And everything that, and you know, anytime you telling your side of the story and you want to sound good, you making it. So I'm sure that Rob was this horrible person. He was controlling. He was manipulative. He was giving his wife away to anybody who wanted her. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Sabrina didn't not want to do these things, but just like her husband could have walked away. She could have walked away. She could have said, listen, I love you, but I don't love you enough to do this. Like, I don't love you enough to 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 give my body to other people because we all have choices. This is we all do. Well, anyway, Sabrina said that the only choice that Rob had was to die because if her and John was going to be together, then he had to die. So they, they start coming up with these different plans, like just crazy plans, having him hit by a car. They decide that they want to poison him. And so while they, while they're poisoning him, they decide that because, because Rob has some stomach issues. So they decide that they are going to poison him with this banana pudding and Sabrina fixes it for him. She sends it to him at work, but then they kind of get cold feet. And it's not because Sabrina loves her husband so much. They get cold feet because they think they're going to get caught. So while uh, they're they're going like, dang, we don't want to get caught. Sabrina calls Robin like, listen, the bananas in that banana pudding ain't really banana. So please don't eat it. And so I'm sure he thinking, dang, my wife really loved me. She really care about me. You know what I mean? But in reality, she just covering her tail. But he doesn't eat the banana pudding. And so they go on and they're like, okay, how are we going to how are we going to get rid of this man? And so, y'all, it's so crazy because during one of their conversations on the phone, because these two would talk, Sabrina and John would talk on the phone for hours and hours, and they would pray and and just listening to some of, like, on one conversation, John compared himself and Sabrina to King David and Bashida. 
in the Old Testament passage, King David sees Bathsheba bathing naked on a rooftop and is overcome with lust. Knowing that she's married, King David has her husband, a soldier named Uriah, sent off to the front lines to die. That way the two can finally be together. And so John was saying that this was him and Sabrina. Like he was comparing them to the Bible. Um, Yeah, that's what he was doing. So he was like, listen, this had to happen. Like it has to in order for us to be together. Like, I mean, look at King David in the Bible. Like, come on. Like we got to like destiny. You got to make it happen sometimes. So he's like, all right, the poison didn't work. This is what we're going to do. I'm just going to go to his job and I'm going to shoot him. And so that's what he did. He goes up to Rob's job at the railroad company. And Sabrina then took precautions. They didn't make sure that, you know, they they trying to stay out of the cameras and things of that nature. You know, they, they, they trying to be as smart as possible, being as dumb as possible. If that makes sense, y'all know what I'm talking about. So they go and... John shoots Rob while he's at work, okay? Now, mind you, Rob's daughter is calling and calling and calling because her first day of school is the next day. And so she wants to talk to her dad. And while she's calling him and her mom is helping her call, knowing that this man is not alive, like what kind of person do you have to be to have your daughter calling her daddy and you know you're the person that had her daddy set up to be killed? So they come back home. Well, I'm sorry. So then John comes back home and he has all these missed calls from Sabrina because she wants to know, is everything okay? Is everything okay? So while she's helping her daughter call her dad, dad, she's also calling uh, John on the other line asking, hey, look, what's, what's it like up down there? Like, are you okay? Are things okay? And the police really don't have a lead. Like they have camera footage of a guy on a motorcycle leaving and he had a limp but his face was covered so they didn't know who this person was and all the cars that they tracked that day they had they were accounted for except for this motorcycle but they didn't know who it was but listen this is why I say all the time, if you're going to kill somebody, you better not tell nobody. But God, listen, if I said, if you're going to kill somebody, I didn't say go kill somebody. But if you're going to kill somebody, you better not tell nobody. But God, because listen, Jonathan then called and left a message on Jason's voicemail. And he's sounding very, very remorseful about Rob being dead. Not sad, not hurt, but remorseful, like. I can't believe, and I just feel so bad. And it's to the point where Jason calls the police, and he's like, listen, this don't sound right. Like, y'all come listen to it and tell me if y'all think it sound okay. And the police come, and they like, whoa, okay. I, I definitely see what you're saying. But at the same time, you also got other people telling the police that Jonathan is coming over to Sabrina's house and he's staying the night and his car is staying outside all night and he's cooking dinner and they're praying together. So the police say, okay, well, we finna tap their phone. So they tap the phone lines and although they don't ever come out and admit to killing Rob, like their prayers say that 
something happened. Like, you know, and then and then not only that, y'all. So after John kills Rob, he prays over him, asking that the purpose that was supposed to be fulfilled be fulfilled. Okay. So now he on the line praying with his wife, okay, asking that they get through this and that, you know, that the police, you know, understand exactly the reason why they had to do what they had to do and that God understands it. I'm not going to, I'm listen, I, all kidding aside, I really feel like John felt bad. I feel like he was in lust over Sabrina. I think he felt like it was love, but it wasn't really love. It was lust. And I think that like, she knew that she knew that she had this hold over him. She did because she kept switching the plots on how they were going to kill him. And you know what I mean? And, 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 and having him do it. And then, you know, and just allowing him to come over afterwards. Like, I just, I don't know if, if she was setting him up or if she wanted to be a kid again, either way it went, I honestly feel like John felt bad. Yes, he was wrong, but I feel like he felt bad. I don't know. We can talk about it over on the pages, but I feel like he felt bad. So the police bring them both in. They have a warrant for John's house and they go there and they find enough evidence to arrest him. And they bring him in and they bring Sabrina in for questioning. And they have enough to hold John, but they don't have enough to hold Sabrina. So they have to let her go. But then John decides, listen, it ain't worth it. Like, it's not. And so the police start talking to him and they're like, listen, you can go down or you can you can go down by yourself or you can go down and you can make her pay for it. Because the way it's looking right now is that you're going to be the only one that goes down for this. And John just starts talking. He's like, listen, she was the one that really wanted to do this. She was the one that said that she wanted, you know, Rob gone. She said that she couldn't leave. She couldn't divorce him. She said that, you know, he would kill himself. But then come to find out there's a $300,000 life insurance policy out on Rob. Right. So while Sabrina's talking about he would kill himself, no, you'd be happy to kill him so that you can get that money and go live this happy life so you don't have to sleep with other men. But you could have lived that life. You could have left and nobody would have had to die. But that wasn't the case. And because John did turn against Sabrina, and chose to testify against her. She ended up being charged with 25 years to life in prison. Now, John, on the other hand, was sentenced to 25 years and four days, and he has a chance of parole with good behavior. But Miss Sabrina doesn't have to worry about being forced to have sex with multiple, multiple men anymore um, because she will spend most likely the majority of her life in jail. Um, I do hope that while she's in there that, um, you know, that God's able to, able to use her and that, you know, that she's able to change her life because we know that that's not the end. We hate that that is how, you know, where she ended up. But we also know that, you know, you can be used anywhere. How about I didn't know that Oklahoma, all these, all these stories that we tell, I didn't know that Oklahoma had the largest female inmates 
in the in the United States. I didn't know that we had it. Little old Oklahoma, I didn't know. Um, so I'm going to do some more research on that. Y'all know that I'm intrigued at this moment. But I do want to let y'all know this. If you were waiting on the sign, listen, this is it. You don't got to you don't got to wait no more. You've been trying to get away from that toxic relationship. You've been praying about it. You don't have to pray no more. This is your sign. It's time. It's time for you to choose you. Um, If you are the toxic, if you are the drama and you know that you need to walk away, you know that it's you causing the problem. Listen, this is your sign. If you need help, we can definitely help. You can reach out to us here. Or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. Either way, we're here to help. I hope you all have an amazing Monday. If your day does not start off great, it's okay. Don't let a bad moment turn into a bad day. Don't forget to be great on purpose. I'll meet you guys here, same time, same toxic place next week. But if you want to see us before then, you can meet us over at social media at Such a Lady 30 on Instagram and Such a Lady on Facebook. I love you guys, and I'll catch you later. Thanks for tuning in.